Hello Virgo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Virgo July 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. I'm calling the theme of this month, Six Secret Decisions for Virgos to Make in July, and we'll get into that, plus lots more to help you prepare for the astrological weather that's in store in July. This is for you if Virgo is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Virgo placement you're watching for, what we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Virgo friend, so birthday around September 15th through the rest of the sign, or Virgo placement around 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my leave report, report because you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. Okay, so before we get into the six secret decisions to make and some other Virgo specific things. There are three important general astrology topics that I want to discuss that will help set the tone for the month. If you're listening to the podcast version and you want to see the visuals that I have this month, then you can go to my YouTube homepage and find Virgo July 2023, my um, horoscope video. I'm showing the charts every other month, so for those of you who like to see them, you can catch them on the YouTube version. And if you don't want to watch on YouTube, you can look for Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli to listen to the syndicated podcast. Okay, so the first thing to know is that for the first time in many months, there are more salty aspects compared to sweet ones, kind of like a lot. So this is nothing to fear, but it does mean we will have road bumps, and it will be like, ah, okay, ah, okay. <laughs> a little topsy-turvy, but these are minor nuisance aspects. And if you know what's going on, it's helpful. When I see a month like this, it always reminds me of that old video game Paperboy, probably dating myself by talking about this. In Paperboy, the kid's just trying to deliver the newspaper and every kind of weird thing darts out at him <laughs> in the process. Um, so that's kind of what what this is like, you know, where you're just minding your own business and then, oh, there's this thing. Okay, now you're just trying to move along. Oh, there's this blockade or whatever. But if you can have humor and awareness, then it can be much smoother. The second big thing to know is that we have a break from eclipse season. So the April and May eclipses carried some intensity even into June. But now in July and August, we get a break to integrate the radical changes that may have recently been introduced. We are in the process of two different eclipse cycles, the Scorpio-Taurus eclipse cycle, which has been a nice angle for Virgos, and that is finishing up at the end of this year. And then this spring or fall for you all down under, we started a new Aries-Libra eclipse cycle that's not in as great of an angle for Virgo. So we've got a mixed bag, and regardless of whatever happened in those months, now we have a little breather. Things can still happen along those lines of the themes that were opened up or continuing, but there should be less intensity from those storylines, and that is definitely something to celebrate. Okay, the third important general transit piece of information is that we are going to be in Venus retrograde this month officially. So July 23rd through September 4th is the official Venus retrograde. The pre-shadow transit starts June 19th and stretches at the end through October 6th. So a very long transit of the ruler of love and relationships and self-esteem and money and finances and design to go retrograde. 
Venus retrograde is too complex a transit for me to dive deeply into in this horoscope reading, but I do have a ton of resources on this topic. It's one of my areas of expertise. I'll give you a couple of tidbits and I'll also relate other pieces as we move along the reading. But if you can see the notes um, underneath the video or podcast for my Venus retrograde resource links, and you can dive deep. And I recommend it because Venus retrograde can be a magical time. And the more that you understand the energies and align with the natural rhythms, the easier and more wonderful it can be. I happen to love Venus retrograde, but that's only because now I understand it. I've made ever I've gone against everything you're supposed to do and not supposed to do in Venus retrograde um, before I realized it. And now, now I really understand this. So take the time to educate yourself um, through these resources and it can be really smooth. In general, those energies of love and beauty and money and self-esteem go inwards and backwards. So we have a chance to really deeply resolve any issues, um, poverty consciousness, self-esteem issues. We have chances for those problems to come up in our faces, our consciousness to, to deal with. I mean, that's really what astrological transits do. They bring, at the, at the time they connect mathematically, into certain configurations, they bring unconscious factors into our conscious experience. So things that were below the surface in your money world, in your love world, in your you know, aesthetics surrounding you, your environment, all of that, you become more aware and work with it more consciously. Now, all wonderful things can come from this. And either way, it can be wonderful because even if challenges come up, you can heal them and then you can be better off forevermore. But just pure awesomeness can also come without even having to do work for it in the form of blessings coming from the past in love or money or confidence. So you can have a restoration of some of these things with this transit. Okay, so... Now let's get into, there are other things to talk about here, but let's just get into the six secret decisions for Virgo to make in July. And they're all going to have to do with this stellium of planets in your 12th house. A stellium is a bunch of planets, basically. It's a, a you know a technical term for a bunch of planets. And, it, you know, as you can see this, if you're looking at the visuals, you can see that there are these pieces, you know, they're, they're, these houses, they're called, are like pizza, pizza pie slices, I like to call them. A pizza pie, right? So I like to turn everything into something related to food. But in any case, these houses that we have are fields of experience that we have as humans. I love astrology to be a unifying force in a world that seeks to divide Astrology can, can connect us in the places where we're unified. Even though we have different versions of certain types of human experiences, we have so many shared experiences, and all of these represent the areas of life in which we interface with the world, our outer world and our inner world. So this 12th house here that is lit up with uh, Lilith, Venus, which will be retrograde in there for a long time, Mars for a little longer, and star goddess Pallas Athena is really, um, you know, in this space of, of secrets. It's a quiet, private space. And when we have that place lit up, it's time for things to go on behind closed doors. Now, there are many, many different ways all of these can manifest individually and together. But the, the view I'm looking at here 
has to do with making decisions. And that's because of the energy of Leo. So Virgos have the energy of Leo in their 12th house. So if you kind of think about how somebody looks, if they know something that you don't, they have a secret and they know something that puts them maybe at an advantage or makes them confident, they're walking with this quiet knowing or this quiet confidence. And you don't know what it is that they're confident about, but you see the sparkle in their eyes. And this is really what I'm seeing for Virgos at this time, because Leo energy is this sparkling confidence, but it's in this house of your quiet private space. So it's like you have an opportunity to come to decisions and the power of your quietness about those decisions is actually part of what gives strength and power to these decisions. They don't lose steam. When you say them out loud, when you tell them to someone, they can be debated. They, you can have someone try to talk you out of it. You can, when you hear yourself say it out loud, you might doubt it. You know, the, the power sometimes of the decisions we make is in us holding them dear and quiet and making, taking action on them without letting it be known outwardly. And so each of these planets here, they're players in this storyline of these secret decisions that you can make at this time. So, and of course these can, you know, be translated infinitely differently, but I'll give you um, six ways that I, I see that you can use this energy. So the number one secret decision for you to make this month has to do with Lilith. Lilith gets a really bad rap um, and really has a lot of negative energy surrounding her mythology and, you know, her history with our understanding. But we're not bound to old ways that she's seen. And I'm seeing this placement as an opportunity for you to safely and privately release repression. Everybody has something they're repressing. Virgos have a tendency to just get stuff done be practical. Of course, we know that you're more than just your Virgo side, right? This is just one aspect of your being. But the Virgo energy just goes and gets stuff done, right? Without the fanfare necessarily, unless you have a lot of Leo placements, which, you know, that could tilt things a little bit. But it's, you know, it's just a quiet productivity and alignment with the things that are practical and have to be done. And as such, sometimes emotions you know, feelings about things can become repressed. And really this is true for every, every sign, right? Every, every sign has their way of repressing. With this Lilith placement in Leo in this 12th house for Virgo at this time, it's, it gives you this opportunity to safely and privately release this repression, come to terms with it, write it down, get it out, burn the paper if it's safe to do that. You know, something where the repression isn't coming out in the form of anger at yourself or somebody else where it's being released, but it's being released privately and safely. And this can free you up. It's, it's a liberator. This is a liberating placement. So it can free you up for amazing experiences. The second secret decision you can make is to rise up with quiet confidence that comes from the release of these repressed things and that comes from some of the other things I'm going to list, but this energy of this quiet confidence that you know something about what you're doing and what you're planning 
that other people might not know, but you're holding it dear to your heart and you're walking with that confidence. The third secret decision you can make is to soften your inner critic. Okay, so I'm targeting Mars for this. Mars is very, very active, so you've had for a few months this energy of Mars really, you know, rumping and bumping in this 12th house, which is your unconscious space. And it might have been revving up and intensifying your obsessive thoughts, your obsessive criticisms of yourself or others or situations. And, but you can equally use this very obsessive energy to do practices that soften that inner critic. So anything that you can do along those lines Again, this could be a quiet decision. You don't have to go announce to everyone in your life, okay, I'm going to be less critical of myself in the world right now. But it's that quiet decision that you make to add a little softness. The fourth secret decision you can make, and this is actually a twofold one, is to choose one habit that's bad for you. Okay, so I'm listing this under the Venus retrograde. And this actually, this whole time that I showed you these dates, um, June 19th, um, through October 6th, and it even starts before then and stretches after then because Leo, Venus is in Leo before and after the actual retrogrades. So for, for a long time, Venus is in this quiet space. But you especially have all this power during the Venus retrograde of bringing that love, you know, to yourself. So loving yourself more is basically the decision to make. So you can choose to let go of one habit that's bad for you and add one that's good for you. You can do more than that, but this is just an easy manageable list. Like make a choice, make a secret decision that you're going to do less of something that you know is not good for you and do a little more of something that is good for you. Number five secret decision for Virgos to make is to see your love life in a different way. Some of you might be like, ha, what love life, right? And everyone else can be everywhere else in between. But Using this power of Venus to reframe things in your life, maybe the person you're with is bad for you and you've had rose-colored glasses on. Maybe the person you're with is good for you and you've been hard on them. Maybe, you know, you're having fears that need to be healed and that's why you haven't attracted love. You know, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of different ways, but making the choice to be open to seeing your experience of love in a different way is a secret decision you can make at this time. And if you haven't already um, gotten the presence process, I talk about this book a lot by Michael Brown, can really help with this journey. Okay, the number six secret decision for Virgo to make is to establish your strategy. This placement here is uh, star goddess Pallas Athena. Long story as to why Athena became Pallas Athena, but Athena is basically the more calm strategy-focused warrior sister of Eris. And while she can, you know, really kick butt in battle physically as well, she more focuses on strategy to win and to reach her goals. And she's also very focused on um, how to use her uh, fighting spirit to reach goals, not only for herself, but also for the greater good. So she's really a spiritual warrior. So you can make that um, secret decision to establish your strategy of how you're going to use your power and how to align with your spirit in order to bring your warrior self out more, either to bring more voice to yourself or to help bring voice to people, other people who, you know, don't have a voice. So this is, you know, a really powerful, quiet decision that can be made at this time. 
So we do have other things going on besides this 12th house stuff. We've got a stellium of cancer energy. Star goddess Juno bringing focus on partnerships. The sun bringing warmth and vibrance and awareness. Mercury bringing communication, information, transportation, mobility, all to the energy of cancer. Also new moon in cancer in the days around July 17th. 25 degrees of Cancer, and all of that energy is focused on home and family and real estate and housing and home business and, you know, your experience of home, and everyone can get a special kiss from that new moon in the days around July 17th, but those of you who are in the very late degree spectrum are actually really the, the late, just, just the late degree spectrum. So like September 12th through the rest of the sign, the closer to around September 17th or so, or 25 degrees, the more you get a special kiss. But all Virgos can make your new moon wishes for all of the hopes and dreams that you have for your home and family and real estate and housing. Just a lot of good energy around making those dreams come true at this point. And that stellium in Cancer is lighting up specifically for Virgo, the 11th house. And the 11th house has to do with your friendships and your groups and yourself as a community, you know, as a member of a community, internet-based projects, social media. So all of those things will have tremendous energy and oomph. Um, networking, there might be a lot of opportunities to meet new people or people coming back from the past because the retrograde energy can tend to do that. In the days around July 3rd, we've got a full moon and 11 degrees of Capricorn, bringing fullness, completion, fruition, possibly drama to a workplace situation or employment or business or a father or father figure or you as a father or boss or something authority situation. It can bring recognition or it can bring elucidation of a problem that has been under the surface. This is going to be in a trine formation because this is a fellow earth sign so everyone can get kisses from this but those of you are between 6 and 16 degrees, closer to 11 degrees the more you get that beautiful kiss. So that's basically going to be like the, let's go back to our grid here. Well, I'll just rewrite it. Okay, so the last few days of September, like around September 27th, 28th or so, through like September, or no, sorry about that. That's August 27th, 28th through September like 6th, 7th, and the closer to around September 1st. Biggest kiss, but anyone within this range gets extra kisses. But again, like we talked about with the Cancer um, New Moon, the energy of this full moon is available for everybody. And all Earth signs, all will get special potentials from this. So those Capricorn manifestations are true for all zodiac signs, but specifically for Virgo, this is happening for you in your fifth house. 
the fifth house is ruled by the energy of Leo. So you've got all it's this Leo. We talked a lot about that. And now you've got it in a more overt outward place. Okay. So all of this was the quiet space. And now this full moon is in this outer space. So maybe, um, you know, you got a little bit of both here. So fun, Leo energy also relates to fun, creativity, romance, children, things you've always wanted to do. So maybe that time might bring you doing something very fun and enjoyable. Um, and if you have to make plans, this could be a time, like if you're planning a trip or a date or something with your family or something fun you've wanted to do, this could be a really great manifestation time or something awesome. All right, so if you love the dates like I give you with the new moon and the full moon and you want to know more of the sweet and salty dates and when they might happen in my top favorite dates of the month and the top ones to watch out for, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Join my free VIP community by signing up for my email newsletter and get all my free goodies there. You can also see the interface for all the things I make, including written horoscopes and more at AnnieHelpsYou.com. And these links are also underneath the video or podcast. If you want to learn astrology for your own purposes to help yourself, your family, your friends, or to be a professional astrologer, that's where I really shine. Go to LoomLife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-E, LoomLife.com. And check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. I also have other courses there, including some free courses on unleashing your money magnet and um, wellness courses. If you love my content and you want more, go to my secret star portal at AnnieBAstrology.com. Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. I've got even more goodies of the stuff that you love. I've got my Saturn and Pisces deep dive report. I've got Jupiter and Taurus for all the signs. I've got how to make hard astrological transits easier and integrate the lessons. My deep dive into the sun's movement each month and your understanding your natal chart and so much more. So you can join my secret star portal at AnnieBAstrology.com. Definitely look in the notes underneath the video or podcast for those Venus retrograde links to get all geared up to make the most of that. And I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.